0: Welcome to the second part of the interview with my client and aligned coaching alum, Norma Garcia, licensed clinical social worker and inner healing coach. In this part two, we continue talking about Norma's experience in expanding her offerings into coaching, how she balanced a full time job as a therapist in a school district while running a fully booked private practice and simultaneously starting her coaching business and starting offering coaching into the work that she does. I hope that you enjoy part two as much as you enjoyed part one. Hi, and welcome to the Latina CEO Identity Podcast, a show for Latinas who want to take the unconventional path. I'm so happy you're here. I'm your host, Liz Fernandez, a first generation daughter of immigrants and therapist turned multi six figure CEO and identity coach. I help Latinas create and claim their identity as booked out coaches and entrepreneurs. In this show, you will have a space to help you realize just how gifted and extraordinary you already are, so that you start tapping into your gifts and start creating your Latina CEO identity. Lista? Let's get into today's episode. You've talked about limiting beliefs and doubts that have come up for you. How did you let go of those in your journey, Norma? What are some tips you have for us?
1: yeah, I mean, it's it's still an ongoing process, you know, I think the first thing is is having that awareness. you know, and for me, I can tell, you know, when I'm triggered, when something feels uncomfortable, that's when I know that something is limiting me. As I mentioned, you know, the am I capable enough? Like, do I have it in me? you know, ¿qué va decir la gente, what am i my family gonna think that I'm on this coach and I'm leaving my job? And really, after having that awareness is thinking about like, okay, well, Let me take a step back and really evaluate, you know, so a lot of what I I teach my clients, you know, I use it for myself to, okay, let me examine these thoughts, like these thoughts, like how accurate they are, like, where's the evidence to support that that thought is true? You know, where's evidence, you know, to not support that that thought is true. So I use a lot of like cognitive behavioral techniques, first evaluating, you know, what my thoughts are. And then once I kind of examine, you know, the accuracy of those thoughts and where are these thoughts coming from? And, you know, some of these thoughts too, you know, have been ingrained since I was a child with like my family, you know, so really looking at like, where is this thought coming from? Where is it that I learned this message? Where did I learn this belief? You know, so once I explore that, you know, if I need to do some healing from it, if I need to take the time, you know, because sometimes the, the thoughts can be true because of just what we've experienced. And if they are in it, they do have some accuracy, you know, it's about then, okay, then how can I accept this truth? And how can I create a different narrative for myself? How can I create a different path? Right? Like, how can I can engage in something that's going to be like more beneficial? So I love the whole examining, you know, your thoughts and seeing like the accuracy, you know, of it. And then just even if it's like more like, negative like core core beliefs i try to you know find ways to like heal that part you know so whether that means okay let me you know let me reflect let me journal about this you know sometimes it is just accepting whatever is coming up for us accepting those emotions accepting those thoughts as is right i don't think everything has to be challenged i think sometimes it's just accepting it and letting it be and figuring out like okay how can i move from this how can i make this work it's been, you know, like a lot of internal, internal work, you know, that that I've been doing and really creating this new narrative of myself that I am capable and that I am enough and I am worthy and, and I do deserve, you know, the freedom. I do deserve to live the life that I've always been craving. And I've lived moments of it where like I have, you know, like I, I've left my job before and that's when I took off on my trip for six months. But it's like, why does it just have to be moments? Why can it be, you know, why can this become a lifestyle? And so, you know, just also giving myself like affirmations, right? Like, si puedo, you know, like, if they can do it, I can do it. You know, I have the power and ability to create the life that I want. I just need to trust myself and trust my intuition. And, you know, also lean into that fear. Because, yeah, I know, I know I'm saying like, I'm leaving my nine to five. But I'm not going to lie and say, like, I'm not scared. I'm not nervous, like, that I'm not thinking about, like, is it going to be sustainable? Am I going to have enough coaching clients? Like, with the therapy clients, I'm like, okay, I, I feel like there I can sustain. But what about coaching? You know, like, <laughs> it's a lot, you know, um, but it's about just kind of being present with it, acknowledging it, going with it, challenging it, and creating new narratives. It's
0: so, so good. and. I love that you shine light on that too, because I think sometimes we're under this impression that like these thoughts are just the way things are, right? Like th- that's just the reality that was set for our lives. And then that's it, right? But it's so important to lean into that awareness. And I love that you you highlighted like, me da miedo, claro que me da miedo, but I have to get really honest with myself and ask myself, are these thoughts true or are they just here to keep me safe? And I mean, honestly, like, I love that you shared your techniques and the modalities that you use with your own clients, because a lot of the times, especially for Latinos and Latinas and people of color in general, right? Like we really think that our dreams are so far away, but when we realize that it's really our mind, right. And the lack of information we have access to and the lack of validation and belief and affirmations that, you know, will get us to those places. Our biggest like work is the mindset. It's like eighty percent of it. Of course, resources are like an added layer to it, right? Depending on what we're talking about, in like accessibility and systems that weren't set up for us. But I think something that we really like failed to see as like a great deal for ourselves is our ability to shift our thoughts. Like, yes, they're there and they're for the most part negative, right? But in their reoccurring. But we we have the power to rewire them and i love that that's a technique that you use because more people need to know about it and need to use it and implement it in their day-to-days for any aspect in their lives whether that is their healing journey whether that is like starting something new whether that is believing in themselves more and just overall loving who they are more right like changing that internal dialogue that they have that can be really mean to us sometimes so it is so so beautiful thank you for sharing those tips with us What you say are some of the tips that helped you in balancing all of the things that you have in this current season of your life? Because we know that, you know, you're going to be transitioning into full-time entrepreneurship so, so soon. You're a few months away. But what has helped you in your own process? Um, What would you share with, you know, Latina therapists that are thinking of adding something else to their plate, but they're like, how the heck am I going to do that? Because I already feel so burnt (laughs) out and like, I don't have capacity.
1: Yes. I mean, now I look back and I'm like, wow, like, what did I do? (laughs) What am I doing? You know, but it's really, you know, going back to, you know, yes, acknowledging that it is scary. And it's, there's a lot like fear that comes with it. At the same time, you know, it's that intuition, like really trusting yourself really. One thing I'm big on is like trusting the process, right? We don't know what's going to happen. There's a lot of uncertainty. We don't know what things are going to look like. But really just Making that decision, taking that risk, I'm really big on like making bold moves, making radical moves, because I think that's the thing that's going to get you closer to what you want. And so I have made bold moves in the past, but this one, you know, it it felt so much bigger. And I remember you, Liz, you're saying like, does it really have to mean that? Does it really have to mean this big old thing? Like your life is going to completely, you know, like, and I was like, you're right. Like it doesn't. It's really about just, you know, making that decision. If there's something that, you know, you've been thinking about, if there's something that you've been wanting to do, whether it's a change, it's really taking that risk, taking that risk, really just doing it, doing it, and then trusting the process, you know, yourself the best, you know, what works for you, you know? So that moment I knew when I said yes to Align Coaching I always remember like, you need to get some shirt to say yes to line coaching. <laughs> um, when I said yes, like that moment, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know how I was going to manage it all, knowing that I had so many things on my plate. And on top of that, like I have a big social life. And so that was the thing, like I knew at that moment that I needed to rely on my support system. I knew that I, I needed to prioritize my time. Better. I knew that there were some sacrifices I needed to make in terms of how I was spending my time, who I was spending my time with, making sure that I was, you know, meeting my basic necessities, making sure I was getting enough sleep, learning how to set boundaries, not saying yes to everything, because I am also a yes kind of girl. So, I'm there. <laughs> and so I really had to set boundaries and really pick and choose the things that like, okay, do I really need to go? Is it okay if I not go, you know, kind of really what's important for me. So it was a lot of that, you know, and even just this last year versus this year, I cut back on traveling. I cut back on like always just going out to like fancy, bougie, expensive places because I do love bougie dinners, but it was, it was just like finding a balance, finding a balance for right now. So that way I can set myself up where yes, I'm still going to take care of myself and do the things that I love and enjoy because that for me is my own therapy, right? For me, like you know, hanging out with my friends, going out, traveling. And it, it wasn't that I, I was going to give that, that up. I was going to prioritize other things that I needed in that moment. So really being mindful of my time, even my money. So that way, like I can set myself up to the bigger dream, which is, you know, leaving my nine to five, starting my my full time, you know, entrepreneurship. So that in the long run, right, I can do the things that I love, at my expense, at like, at my decisions, you know, like my way.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, something that what you shared really makes me think about is this idea of sacrificing versus priorities, right? Because when we are, as again, as myself included, as someone that, you know, has balanced so much, when I started my business, I wasn't, I was working full time. I was finishing my practicum for grad school. I was graduating, doing my thesis and started in like working in my coaching business. And I relate so much to what you shared, right? I was such a huge like social butterfly. So for me, setting those boundaries and like cutting back almost like from my energy felt restricting, like, oh, I have to let go of doing things I love. But then I started shifting my mindset into like, no, I need to start thinking of my business like a long-term thing and stop seeing it as this side thing that I'm just doing right now. Because I mean, I want to plant the seeds now so that it works later. And I love that you shared those tips with us because. Sometimes we we see these like as sacrifices, but really it's like, it's really priorities. Like, where do your priorities lay? And like, according to the highest version of you, like if your goal is to, you know, be a full-time entrepreneur and work for yourself, what are the thoughts you have to be thinking right now? And what are the actions you have to be taking? And sometimes we get so like in the routine of what we're in at the moment. Right. And I see this come up a lot with clients where they will say, you know, like, when I'm in these calls, like, I feel like I'm on a high and I feel like I can do anything right inside of the group coaching calls. And then I leave and I go back to my nine to five. And then I'm like, what was I thinking? Right. And something I will say is like, as another tip too, is you got to stop talking to your friends that have jobs. If you want to go into full-time entrepreneurship, and this doesn't mean cut them off. This just means find your tribe, find your community of entrepreneurs that are going through the same things you are, And lean into them, like have the conversations with them because they're the only ones that can give you the advice and suggestions and like hold you when you forget who you are and what you're capable of. Right. And again, like with this whole theme of like how to balance it all, it's really important again, one to stop seeing yourself as, you know, your business as something that's just for the short run and something you're just a side thing. Like, no, embody the full identity of like, you are a business owner. And also like, you got to be okay with not being the star employee all the time. Right. Because sometimes, you know, I know that's something that really came up for me was like, I was so used to being the star employee that like volunteered for everything was going to events on the weekends, was doing community service things in the afternoons. And then I realized, okay, that's giving the priority to my job. And they're just here to give me a paycheck. And even though I love the work, my job is done at 5 p.m. and I can't take anything else because I have another job to go to, which is my business. Right. And sometimes we're just like, oh, no, que van a pensar that. I have terrible work ethic. But let me just say that as Latinas, we can never like be questioned for our work ethic because we always go above and beyond over deliver. We're exceptional with what we do and we overextend ourselves so much. So part of that process is going to be like giving yourself permission to like, it's okay if you didn't show up as your full self in that session, or in that meeting, or in like that supervision session, right? Like you are doing what you can, and it's okay. You don't have to show up as that star employee anymore, right? And that doesn't mean dejen de hacer su trabajo, verdad? <laughs> like, like break all the rules at work. This just means like energetically be so committed to the goal that you have, right? And I, I use the example often of when we are in college or in grad school and we have a jobs that we're working at because we need to pay the bills. But in our mind, we're like, if the job can't work with me, I don't care. I'll leave the job and I'll get a new one because I need to finish this degree. That's exactly, you know, like this is now coming back to what you mentioned at the beginning where you shared, you know, sometimes we make it mean this big thing and it doesn't have to be that big, right? Like if you leave one job, you can go and get another one because you're a whole professional. And if you try to go into full-time entrepreneurship, when your mind goes to like, hacer? you can, Lean into like, I'm safe. I have a whole degree. I have a whole extensive background of experience. I'm going to be okay. And we discredit ourselves so much in that process because we're like, the world, el mundo se va a acabar. But it's like, it's not. You're safe. You've created, you've balanced so much in your life before, and you are resourceful. And leaning into those strengths is absolutely so freaking helpful when it comes to just balancing it all. So, Thank you for
1: inspiring these words. <laughs> if I can just add to the the not comparing yourself, just owning your own journey, your own journey is unique and aligning yourself that space, right? To grow and heal and transform your own way, your own timeline. Because I know that was something that too, when I was trying to balance everything, I'm like... I would have to be here, you know, like they're doing this, they're doing that, like what am I going to get, you know? And so in something, you know, in a online coaching that I really learned too, is like, I had to stop comparing myself. I got to stop comparing my journey to other people's journey and really owning my story. This is my story. And that, you know, I'm already there.
0: That is so good. I'm already there. Like I am already there. That is my story. It is so good because the comparison trap will keep you like consuming a whole bunch of content that has nothing to do with your brand. It will hold you down. It will make you beat yourself up, slow you down. And the truth is we fail to realize that everybody has access to different resources. Everybody has different wounds, right? For me, one of the biggest wounds I worked through when I started was fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, right? Someone telling me that like, oh, no, I don't want to work with you. I want to work with her. That was a really big one for me, but maybe for Norma, for hers is like maybe vulnerability, right? Like being vulnerable on social media and everybody has different wounds that they're working through. So nobody's process can be the same. And sometimes we compare ourselves so much because we think, oh my God, they're doing amazing. But we don't know like if they're in therapy working through those wounds, right? We don't know if they are receiving outside help and that's only amplifying the results to be quicker right? So we can never compare our journeys. We're on our own timeline. And I love that you added that because it is such a real thing that comes up for a lot of just entrepreneurs in general. So with that too, like let's dive into your CEO identity, Norma, what has been your experience in tapping into that in like embracing your CEO identity?
1: It's been so amazing. (laughs) It's like, how did I not, you know, I do think about like, how come I didn't start this sooner? You know, and I think that a lot of people are always like, why, you know, could have, would have, should have, you know, but I, I think that it's happening now because I'm ready for it. I think that right now I'm in a place where mentally, emotionally, you know, I've done my healing, I've done my own therapy, I've healed the things before that were, you know, holding me back and helping me and, and keeping me stuck. Then now, like, you see, oh, identity, it's like, I was planting the seed You know, up to this point, everything that I was doing was just to get to where I am now, where it's like, yes, did I think I was ever going to be a CEO or be an entrepreneur? No. However, I knew that that's what I wanted. I knew that's what I wanted. I knew that was going to be like my way, right, to live the life that I want. And once I started, like, you know, because even when I started the program, I was like, CEO, I don't know. And like, I would use it, I would say like, CEO, you know, I'm a CEO, you know, but still not really feeling it or embracing it. It's kind of like, you know, with, with the, the thought work that we do, right. Or the affirmations that we do, you know, that when we first say it, when we first, you know, say it out loud, you know, like the re- rewiring, right. Our mind, it's like, initially we don't feel it, you know, like they're just words, you know, but the more that I keep saying it, the more that I'm aligning with it in terms of like my actions and just the different decisions that I'm making are making me feel more like, you know what? I am a CEO, I am an entrepreneur and a Latina at that, you know? So being able to now, um, you know, incorporate like all my identities. And like I said, like this being like the missing piece, you know, to all my other identities, is just, it's been just an empowering, transformative, enlightening, like just it's like I'm stepping into this like mujer that I'm like, who is she? <laughs> like who is she? And now she gets to be like herself. Now she can like my friends know who I am. You know, my family knows who I am. But again, when I had, you know, in my my profession, it's like I'm compartmentalized Like they only see bits and pieces. And you know, now that I get to show myself more and like embrace this identity, which no one can take away from me. No one, this is an identity that I am choosing to identify myself and I am building that. And that's something that no one can take away from me. And that's something that I don't think I would have been able to embrace if I hadn't gone through everything that I had professionally, personally, you know, my, you know, healing, you know, my generational trauma, healing, you know, my breakup. Healing myself, letting go of things that didn't that didn't serve me, letting go of being a people pleaser, really putting myself first and valuing myself. And now with this identity, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm unstoppable. And this is just the beginning.
0: If this podcast resonates with you, I invite you to register for my free training on how to double your therapy income without burnout, taking place. April 29th at 11 a.m. CST. Join me on this free training created to help you learn how to double your therapy income without burnout. By the end of this training, you will know what is keeping you from doubling your income without burnout as a therapist. You will learn the steps you need to take to double your therapy income without guilt and burnout, and you will walk away ready to expand your offerings into coaching. At the end of this training, you will have access to pre-enroll into my signature group program, Aligned Coaching, designed to help you double your therapy income with coaching. You will also get access to a limited time bonus that only those who attend the webinar and slash training will get access to when they enroll inside Aligned Coaching in the first 48 hours. If starting your coaching business and or expanding your services and offerings into coaching has been on your mind for some time, this is your sign to join the movement of Latina therapists doubling their therapy income with coaching. If this is speaking to you, find the link to register for the training in the link in the show notes. You can also find all of the details for enrollment of Aligned Coaching in the show notes as well. (laughs) <laughs> it is just the beginning. And it is so beautiful to see like she's glowing, y'all. You can't see her right now, but she is glowing <laughs> as she speaks. And that is something that, that that is why that is one of the first things we cover inside sideline Coaching, because I know how difficult it can be for Latinas to feel like that radiating woman that is powerful and capable and is unstoppable. And we don't believe we can identify as that so often, right? And of course, being a CEO, you're running a business, you're making decisions, but it means so much more to us as Latinas. Like we've already, we are like natural born like leaders. And like, especially if you are like a daughter, you identify as a daughter of immigrants, right? Like you've been doing it all since you can remember. But the fact that now you're, we're giving it this additional meaning, right? Of like, yes, it's the CEO technicalities, but it's also the putting yourself first, Thinking about what you want, setting the boundaries, taking care of your energy, letting go of the things that aren't serving you and being okay with the fact that sometimes, you know, certain people will like not necessarily come with you in every season and learning how to navigate those waters, you know, as you are sharing this. I just like, again, you're glowing. I love to see it. And it's so like beautiful to just kind of see it blossom, right? Because it's already been within you. It's already within all of us. We just haven't had the ability to access it. And that's why when clients come, right. And they're like, I don't know if I could do that. Like I I can say CEO, but superficially, but do I really feel it? Not really. It's because we still don't have access to it, but through the program, you're able to start tapping into it with actions that you take. And this is why we have the, you know, the five steps to embodying your CEO identity and also the embodiment project, right. Because with with the action you take, you have clarity and clarity and clarity every single time you like go on live as you share your services as you open as you open your bank account as you set up your offer as you set up your prices as you set your you say your prices out loud but you start believing it a little bit more so I freaking I love it I love it so much and you know I'm curious to know Norma what were some of the most like what are the results that you're proud of creating inside of aligned Coaching and on your entrepreneurship journey
1: yes I mean it's quite amazing to think about that. It's only been three months and how much already has happened in in those three months. And it's, you know, I think, you know, your program is really unique that first day, like already, you know, it's like, what, like we're already setting prices, like, okay, what is this, (laughs) you know, but really getting to it at the same time, creating space, right? No, well, let's talk about the process of it. You know, it's like, let me shock you a little bit, but then let's also, (laughs) let's also, you know, process it and like figure out like what it is. But, you know, I think since then, you know, in addition to just embodying my CEO identity, energetically, you know, I've been also making decisions that are going to serve me. So, you know, with my nine to five, I know that I'm already gonna, you know, leave, with my private practice clients, I know that I'm, I'm completely booked out. So moving forward, I'm not, I'm accepting any more uh, therapy clients at this time. So that way I can make room for more um, coaching clients. I've already started, you know, working on my, getting my LLC. I've been, you know, showing up on my social media and, you know, sharing my story more. I've been talking also, you know, to my friends and my family and just really owning this, like, yes, like, I'm a coach. Yes. I focus on inner healing, you know, even when like I go out and like, Oh, Hey, you know, what do you do? You know, like really owning that, you know, that I'm not just a therapist, right. That there's more to me to really embracing those identities and also, you know, taking those actions. And I think on top of that too, making sure that through this all right, really balancing my quality of life, really taking care of like my mental health. Right. So I think that's been the biggest thing is that I was doing so much. And I learned that, like, I can do this, that I was able to work through it, that through that process, you know, I've gained more than anything. And even then, once I'm able to really, you know, venture into it full time, I know that there's so much more that I'm going to be able to do in terms of like showing up, and really putting myself out there. And I think right now, like, it's like I kind of planned it in a way where like I gave myself some grace from when I joined Align Coaching to when, you know, I'm going to leave my, my nine to five. And I set up in a way that's going to work for me, right? In terms of I planted the seed, right? Now doing everything that Ben need to do, such as, you know, save money, still build my private practice, you know, build my coaching clients. So that way, when I do make that leap, it doesn't feel that it's all at once right i've already built a foundation and a framework that it's going to set me up in a position where i know that i'm going to be successful and even with whatever challenges may come that i'm going to find a way to figure it out because i already have and so it's just it's just a new challenge that's going to you know come for me
0: so amazing and i will add that normal also you doubled your rates you doubled I your did. rates and you Increased your amount of private pay clients in your practice. I did, yes. And you book your first coaching client at your highest rate ever.
1: I did. This is this is true.
0: (laughs) This is right. So how how did that feel for you to see that it could happen? You know, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Again, I
1: think that I'm embracing it the best that I can. I mean, it it is uncomfortable, especially for me that setting the price, I think for me has also in addition to just showing up, the, the ticketing has been a process for me just because of, my, you know, my relationship with money, my relationship in terms of like the kind of work and, and the clients I have been serving prior that there's the part within me that I'm like, Pero todos los quiero ayudar. you know, so even my private clients, although I said I have a niche, you know, if there's a client that comes in that's in need, I'm like, oh, I, I just, I just want to help them. I want to help everybody. <laughs> However, I, you know, I am transitioning and I am having to be, you know, more, you know, I want to work smarter, not harder. So just be more intentional in terms of, okay, what clients am I taking? And even like with the boundaries, right? Like setting my price and sticking with it. And I think that's something that I have been able to do where on this, what I would do is like, you know, with like my therapy clients that give me, um, I let them know like my price. You right away. I was like, but I offer a sliding scale. You know, and so I had to learn like, wait a minute, like I am just cutting myself short here, like not even giving an opportunity, not aligning, you know, and, and like really sticking with that, you know, so a lot of it too has been like really sticking to that, like this is my boundary, this is my feet, you know, and if it's something that um, the client isn't able to do, right, being okay with that and knowing that like there is support, there is, you know, someone that will be able to serve their needs, that it doesn't have to
0: be me. Absolutely. And I love, and the reason why I wanted to highlight this was because I know it was something that we worked through. Right. And I was like, we are not letting you under charge. We are increasing those rates. <laughs> I was like, and you are not a bad person for doing it. Right. You have, we're passing the baton. Yes.
1: There's a lot of guilt that
0: comes with it. Yeah. We we're passing the baton and now somebody else that's fresh out of grad school that really wants to serve. is really excited. Right. Like they can also serve right. There is space and capacity and again, one of my biggest philosophies with clients is to like, I don't want you to go back on your word, right? When you say, but I have a sliding scale. I'm like, no, you made a decision to charge this rate. And I don't want you to self betray because your work is saving lives. Your work is very, very valuable. And I remember like, that was one of the first things you told me. You were like, Liz, I want to work on my pricing because I have a lot of thoughts about pricing and, you know, Tell us, Norma, like, what were you charging before you started working um, inside of line coaching?
1: My coaching clients or
0: my therapy, your therapy clients. What were your rates there?
1: So I, yes, yeah, so I would start at two hundred per session, and then I would go as low as a hundred.
0: Yeah, by half price. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So what I what I then started doing is naming my price letting them sit with it. And then once they give a response, then, you know, I would uh, then see if, you know, they were going to be the the client for me. So it's a lot of just, you know, making that decision. Although, yes, there was a comfort about it, like, oh, like, but I could do it, like, you know, because I feel bad, like, and it comes from like, my people pleasing, caregiving, healer, you know, personality, where I want to help. And it's like, you know, I'm also very humble. So, you know, so it's a lot of that too, like shifting that, you know, also not that like the pricing has to value like my worth, you know, but knowing that I do have a skill set, right? I am experienced, right? And that pricing, right? It's that pricing because I've worked enough, right? I feel like this is what I
0: deserve absolutely and and this is why like and in general all latinas we can t- we can get into another another episode we'll talk oh, yes. about the latina pay gap <laughs> but like it's so important to also realize too that like as latinas we're always undercharging because we feel bad because we want to serve because we want to help and we can continue to help and serve and what i always say is you know you're charging um, coaching rates and you're you're doubling your income so that you can create capacity in your schedule to be able to serve in different ways, free, like in your content with the workshops that you do, right? Like you're still providing those services and resources and you're always going to, ref- you're never going to leave a client like without a referral, right? Like, of course, I'm sure like you always refer clients out. And I'm curious to know, like, we know that you were you were decreasing your rates by like half price, right? So you definitely doubled your therapy once. How much are you charging for your coaching services now?
1: Ooh, um, so for um, my inner healing um, coaching, I it's a three month container, and so I am charging four thousand.
0: Yeah, and it's amazing, amazing, amazing. How does it feel to know that, like, as a Latina therapist? you're charging these rates for coaching in a package where you actually get paid for before, like you're not getting paid by session. You actually either have the money up front or people are paying in payments within your current business model.
1: It's new for me, you know, and it's something that I didn't know that was even a possibility. I I think, you know, just again, the mind shift, like, you know, it, it really changes. It really changes in terms of just what it means, right? What it means that like, you know, a client is fully investing in this program that, you know, and and it's not just like an investment for like my program. It's like, this is an investment that Latinas women are doing for themselves, right? Same way that I invested into your program, right? That was something, you know, that I did it for myself, you know? So this is something that when I think about, you know, in setting the prices that, that has been helpful for me, it's just viewing it as like, this is an investment for you. This is something that you're going to be able to like transform and heal and, and get the things that you want. Like a like when I think of like in therapy, right? Like I'm the mirror. I'm the mirror. I provide guidance. I provide the support, you know? And with coaching, it's shifted a little bit different, but the fact that I can still be that person, but in, in a different capacity where then I get to focus on like, what's going on with you presently? How can we move you Forward to your future to your goals. That's really gonna give me the balance where, like, okay, you know, I can understand why for like individual clients, right? We charge like one session at a time. You know, we kind of like face it as we go because with the therapy clients, it's a lot heavier. It's a lot more intense, right? So it's as if like take it one step at a time. That's like I kind of view the payments as that, you know, like poquito poquito, vamos, you know. But with the coaching, I think it's like a full embodiment, like. I'm in 100%, like, let's do this. Like, what does this commitment look like? Let me just fully invest. And I think that like, just that like transaction, I think is so empowering. Because at that moment, it's like you're choosing yourself and you're making this investment that is going to be so transformative.
0: Absolutely. And you're changing your whole entire way of thinking in life. And sometimes we, we fail to realize that investing in ourselves is something that Nobody can take away from us. And it's actually really hard to find a Latina therapist that can support you in the capacity that you're supporting people in that is skilled, knowledgeable, has a background, has the tools, has years of experience doing the work in supporting someone through a transformation. And we fail to realize that like it's going to impact all areas of our lives and our fulfillment, right? And it is really a gift to ourselves when we decide to invest and that's the beautiful part, right? That at, like as Latina therapists, we fail to realize that coaching really allows us to support clients in a deeper way because we are pretty limited. Like with being with our therapist backgrounds, we can only support you in processing the past and, and give you coping tools for how the past affects you. But with coaching, you actually get to plan for your future and you your therapist, you get to know your therapist and you get to like be seen by her and be that mirror and just amplify it. So I just love to see the growth. I love to see that not only have you doubled your therapy rates, but you've also, you know, priced your offerings and coaching at like a four figure like pricing point so that you're also protecting your time, your energy. And the client also is showing up differently to the sessions. Right. They're showing up ready to take advantage of that space and really dive in and lean in. So it's really a big gift to themselves. And I just, I'm so excited to continue to see all of the other clients that you're going to continue to impact that are, you know, all over the world. You know, I know you have a client and I think it's in the UK right now, currently, right. Which within our therapy scope, we're not really able to expand in that way, but you've been able to create the, what once seemed impossible and it's just so beautiful. So we're kind of reaching the end of our podcast episode today, Norma, but I do want to kind of shift gears and ask if you have any tips for us and our listeners around, you know, any mis- common misconceptions that you'd like to debunk around healing, given that that's your specialty.
1: Yeah. So yes. Um, so healing is something that I've done myself in, you know, different capacities, different modalities. And the one thing, you know, I want to just, you know, highlight and remind you that the most important relationship is within yourself. And when you're able to heal that relationship within you, you show up differently. You show up differently in your relationships. You show up differently in the different spaces that you're in. You show up different, you know, in your community. And I feel that sometimes It isn't until something life-changing happens in our lives, whether it's a transition, whether it's a loss, whether it's a breakup, something that really shakes us to our core. Usually that's the moment where it's as if it wakes us up and it's like, it shakes you up in a way that you start thinking about like, wait a minute, like, how did I get here? Like, why do I have so much pain? What is happening with myself? And in that moment, it's as if like everything just kind of comes together. And although it's a very, you know, painful and I'm sure difficult time in your life, I do feel that there's a lot of blessings that come from that because that's the moment, right? That you get to heal from your past, heal from the things that have been keeping you stuck, healing from, you know, the relationships that you know, weren't for you or that have caused you, you know, pain. It's that moment, right, where you really get to look at where your life has come to and look at where that pain is coming from and transform that pain into strength, transform that pain into becoming the woman, the the person that you're always, you know, meant to be where you start spending time with yourself, when you start learning about yourself, when you start learning what you like, when you start learning, like, you know, it's like we get lost. We get lost, I think, just in society and our relationships and our work. And I don't think that we are trained or we're taught how to have this relationship with ourselves until, you know, something happens where it like it really shakes us up. And so if it is something that, you know, you are going through at this time, or it's just, you know, at a point where, again, you're not fulfilled, you feel like you have unhealthy patterns, you're not loving yourself, this is the perfect time, right, to really invest in your healing. And the healing can look in different ways, right? It can be through therapy, it could be through coaching, it could be, you know, through travel, right, finding what is going to work best for you. What I do want you to do is I do want you to lean into that and heal those parts of you, so that way you can truly be the person that you were always meant to be, and that way you can show up and have healthy relationships, be fulfilled, have meaningful connection, and be able to be present wholeheartedly.
0: And something that I thank you for sharing that with us, Norma. Something that I love about the work that you do is that you really believe in like healing isn't going to be linear. And of course we know this, right. For a lot of us that, you know, have done, done healing work, but what I love that you always like speak to is like heal in your own way, what you might think healing looks like, or what you hear in your community or what you think or perceive healing to be. Maybe you don't heal that way. Maybe you book the flight and you leave to Bali, right? (laughs) Like, and, and that's part of your messaging, but It's like healing, that doesn't mean you're running away from anything. That just means you're doing what what you're being called to. So if you know that this is, that you want to learn how to like heal in your own way, Norma is like the person to go to because she has, again, not only traveled the world and experienced healing on a whole new level, but has very unique, unique perspectives around healing. And, and again, thank you for, for those tips that you shared with us today, Norma. I have two questions for you. One, at first, I want to know, you know, what would you say to Latinas? We're transitioning a little bit. What would you say to Latina therapists that are thinking about introducing coaching into their business model, but that are doubting themselves due to how busy they are and the fact that they think they can figure it out by themselves?
1: Yeah, the doubt is normal. I think it's doubt, fear, insecurity. Right, those are normal reactions right? Because we're leaning into something that's uncomfortable. It means we have to look at something. We have to confront something that either is painful or because we're scared or there's a lot of uncertainty. So let me first just normalize that it's completely normal. The second thing would be to, if it's something that you're thinking about, lean into it, do it. The only way you're going to find out, the only way you're going to able you know be able to see your true capacity is by doing it and again like i said earlier trusting the process just really you know doing it just making that decision trusting that decision going with it so if you're a therapist out there i'm here to say that i've done it i'm doing it and let me just say that i've only experienced beautiful transformative enlightening things that if I would it's like my own therapy in this process right and if I would have not done this for myself if I would have not made that choice three months ago I would have still been there feeling stuck feeling unhappy wondering what if you know those what ifs are things that like I don't like to sit with you know if you have a what if do it because that what if is never going to go away.
0: Absolutely. El tiempo pasa de todos modos. And sometimes that we forget to realize, right. And then a year passes by, two years pass by, and then we're like, wow, if I would have started, right. So I love that so, so much. So, so much Norma. Thank you so much for pouring into us today. Initially, this episode was supposed to be like, you know, short of 30 minutes, but what, you know what, we're just blessing you all with all this value that Norma shared with us today and all this wisdom. And before we, you know, we conclude today's episode, Norma, tell us about your services where people can find you, how can people work with you? Because I know you're currently accepting clients. So tell us. Yes.
1: So currently I'm on Instagram, my handle, which Liz will provide as well. And so through Instagram, I am promoting my coaching services. So I am accepting one-on-one private clients. I do have a few openings for three clients at this time. Hopefully by the time I, you know, leave my nine to five, it can open more room for more clients. The one on one coaching, what it looks like, it's an inner healing, you know, focus where we look at in terms of like where you're at in terms of, you know, where are you feeling unstuck or what are your goals? And then moving into creating a specific curriculum that's going to be unique to you in terms of what healing is going to work best for you. It's a three month commitment. And in addition to offering like one-on-one private coaching, I am also part of a group coaching program called Caerita Nomás. It is a six-week virtual uh, container in which we are teaching Latinas how to identify, maintain, and create healthy boundaries. And I feel that these are two different things that, you know, go aligned together in terms of like what healing looks like and the importance of you know, being able to set those boundaries, you know, in in your relationships and different like spaces that you're in. So the group coaching program, there you can find it also through Instagram, which uh, Liz will be able to provide to you as well.
0: Liz, oh my God, run, don't walk, because these offerings are literally going to be so so healing for you. You will find Norma's handle in the show notes. Um, you will also find a direct link where where you can book a consultation call with her if you're interested in services like private coaching with her. And you will also find a link to her email so that you can email her if you have any questions about the group program. But all of her information will be in the show notes. Norma, thank you so, so much for, again, blessing us with your wisdom today. I'm sure our listeners are going to be so, so happy to like just hear more about your story, your services, the work that you do you know, how your services are a gift to this world and how you help literally save lives every single day. So thank you for like sharing the space with us today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and for creating time in your schedule to be here. We're just so excited. I know this is just the first of many. So thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much. Liz. It was truly, truly an honor. And just this moment, it's another stepping stone into me really embracing and transitioning. And again, becoming that CEO that yours and truly coached me to be.
0: (laughs) I love it. All righty. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I will see you in the next episode. If you took value from this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate and review the show. This will help other Latina CEOs find us. And if you're excited about this podcast, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Life with Liz. That is L-I-F-E-W-I-T-H-H-L-I-Z. Mil gracias por estar aquí and I'll see you in the next episode.